Welcome to Have You Seen This, the podcast about obscure, overlooked, and misbegotten cinema. All discussions will be spoiler heavy. You have been warned. Tim Heidrich. And we have a returning guest for you. It's Sean Morris, who you will remember from our Bullworth episode. Hi, everybody. He had I'm, much to say on that. I'm still hiring out his professional black friend, if you need one. <laughs> I hear they upped the requirements to two. Yeah, if yeah. You They did, him... so actually I need to expand my business. Yeah, dear yeah. white people, you need two black friends. Yeah, I need to get more woke, to be honest. All right. Oh, I'm woke as... I, I sometimes uh, yeah <laughs> like if I see like if, if it's after a party and a, a woman's asleep like I'll put a blanket on her I won't even try to have sex with her dude you you know speaking as a woman yeah thank you so much right not a rapist <laughs> I put that on my resume she was cold speaking of rapist uh, oh tonight, my goodness tonight we're talking about The Canyons directed by Paul Schrader and written by Brett Easton Ellis I think that that awkward <laughs> silence really speaks for it because I, I think anyone who everyone listening to this podcast I'm sure has already heard about this film and, and the, the people involved because it isn't so much uh, Paul Schrader and um the guy's name is I already forgot. Uh, it's it's about uh, just like uh, human dumpster fire and Lindsay Lohan. That was the center of all of this. Yeah, I would say the that center of Lindsay Lohan in particular was you, the center you, of yeah. all this. There you go. Yeah, I would say that this movie is more notable for its production history, um, for infamous and uh, I guess somewhat historical reasons. I think it was one of the first movies to be funded by a Kickstarter. It was. Yeah, and it is. It does coast on a lot of ill-advised stunt casting. <laughs> yeah. The main ill-advised thing was that every time I see a dick, I'm like, I've seen these dicks hard, but they're not hard here. As I, yeah. <laughs> it just didn't look right. I don't understand the context now. <laughs> like, I know this man, but that's not this man. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh... Before we get to the deep dicking, um, does anyone want to take a crack at summarizing the canyons? Uh, it's, Beyond geez. just it's about shitty people in L.A. Oh, it's like if if like an angry thirteen year old wrote uh, American Psycho four uh, times. Four times, <laughs> <laughs> or is this five now? <laughs> He's wrote it. He's written it many, many he kinda, times. He's gone back to the well a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, it's uh, it's about a couple in L.A. It, it's about just a spiteful, hateful, terrible, soulless couple. Yeah. Yes. And they're awful to each other. And I'm not sure if there's more to it than that. It yeah. seems like that was the cornerstone of their relationship, and they just kept building on it. Which, again, like, even towards the end, I'm like, why are either of these characters dependent on, on the other? If they're just so, like, eaten up by, by jealousy and hatred? 
in contempt. Like I don't, I don't understand. And it, if they hate each other that much, you'd think they would lash out at each other more. And really, they end up lashing out at everyone else around them instead. Maybe they stay together because the sex is so great. Yeah. Didn't look that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a cheap, shitty, bad timing. Um, Except the couple in bad timing is more likable. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I really think that the issue with this movie is that, okay, so you have these two tip, uh, quote-unquote typical Angelinos. It depends on what crowd you yeah, hang out Yeah, because isn't L.A. just so fake? I know. Oh, it's yeah. like it's and just like full of shallow people, oh, and everyone's yeah. really phony. And, and everyone only got that job because they blew the director. And predatory yeah, gays run everything. Oh, it's, oh my it's God. just it's the worst. Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. But yeah, it's yeah, like, all the, the L.A. Hollywood tropes are there. The, the boss that makes sure your job is there. Yeah. And tussles your hair and plays footsie with you <laughs> while he says, your job is secure while you're out of town. Yeah. Because yeah. that happened to me all the time. Well, would have <laughs> if I had hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it leans heavily on a lot of tired cliches about Hollywood or about L.A. people, I guess. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know. I, there's, like a, there's like a kernel of truth to it. But um, the problem is that, um, you know, one of your main characters is played by James Dean, the porn star. Not the a, dead oh, James oh. Dean. Because the, the porn he, star and rapist James Dean. Right. Uh, the did, rapist next door. Was he a rapist yet when he filmed this? Or do we not know? I don't think so. Okay. They yeah. probably would So this was pre... He hadn't yet discovered. Yeah. This was pre-safe word breaking. Was, yeah, this was yeah. pre-Stoya and all that. Yes. Um, so James vodka. James Dean plays uh, this real sociopathic prick. Uh, I would add an asterisk to that. Because... I don't, again, I don't want to take things off on a tangent this quickly, but um, to say that he acts, I think, is being generous. Ouch. Uh, and <laughs> what was the thing that you said on, to, on top of that? Not just about him being like a sociopath, because he doesn't act like a sociopath. He acts like a child's version of a sociopath. That's very true. And it isn't just in his performance, which is just like dismissive and overly hostile it's it's in the writing as well because uh, he's there's no depth to what he's saying. It's like oh, maybe I hate this person. Well, I don't have any time for you. Hey, I'm gonna leave. Well, I'm I'm actually gonna disagree with you and say that I found the performance very effective, but probably because James Dean was playing himself. Maybe uh, I mean I don't know. I'm I'm not a f uh, I'm not familiar with his the rest of his body of work, so I don't know if he comes across that way in his pornos. Well, no, this is the thing because like I always I always liked his scenes that I saw. You know, he was cute and they were hot, and then I find out that he's a fucking shitty rapist, and so I can't even enjoy the D in this movie. To be yeah, honest. James Dean was like <laughs> the thinking woman's porn star for yeah. most of the early two thousand. He was like. The star that we're like, who we want to see is if we want to see James Dean. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really Google the male porn star name unless <laughs> it's like Peter North or something like that. But that's you're not really looking for his face in that. No, no. Yeah. Um, so I Googled some James Dean scenes and I was like, okay, there's some acting here. He puts a little more emphasis into his. Uh, into the acting part of the porn, yeah, the most like cre creating yeah. it, some creating a scene, yeah. a character, mm -hmm. Amelia, and then 
they get down to business and he is a grade A pussy eater. Yeah. Like Conolingus <laughs> in pornography and like softcore. I mean, it's basically just as bad as softcore porn where they're kissing belly buttons. Oh yeah. There's a lot of like it's <laughs> that is the worst. There's a head doing a figure eight yeah. somewhere. If there's any it, yeah. act in pornography that is nothing like the way it is depicted, <laughs> it's the Conolingus in porn. It's been, it's phenomenally bad. So, James Dean, on the other hand, so masterclass. Unfortunately, he's not playing to his strengths in this. Unfortunately, yeah, he's not. yeah, because he's using his mouth for speaking dialogue. Yeah. I'm actually going <laughs> to agree with Jen. I thought James Dean was the best performance in the movie. Oh, I, I would, I, I don't disagree that he was the best performance in the movie. <laughs> I'm not saying it was good though. Okay, I'll give you okay, that. Okay, right. but no. he was. He, it seemed like he was the only person that. I was going to say taking the material seriously, but I, I'm going to say the opposite. He was the only person who wasn't taking the material seriously. <laughs> so it kind of played to his strengths as being flippant about everything. Okay. Um, if you've Fair seen point. Cruel Intentions. I know you have. Real, you know I have <laughs> a couple times. Right. Uh Oh, first show, first day when it came out. Mm. Uh, he really is just doing an impression of Ryan Phillippe's character. Okay. Cruel Intentions, which in itself was a pale imitation of John Malkovich's character in Dangerous Liaison. So it's a pale imitation of a pale imitation. Yeah. So you got a Xerox of a Xerox, basically. Exactly. And this is the very last copy. But he had fun with it, and it was very... <laughs> <laughs> it was very more Cruel Intentions because he was playing a lot of it for laughs. And I really thought at one point when they started doing the whole all the jealousy traps, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to go into like the more screwball, like yeah. Same, like cruel intentions. Yeah. yeah. Madcap sex farce. Right. Well, they did say, because um, there were a couple of articles written about the production of this film, which was, mm, shall we say, the LA Times? Show, uh, really? New York Times. New York Times. Uh, shall we say, storied production? <laughs> um, Story production? <laughs> let's not go there. Um, not yet. One of the anecdotes was that when they were casting the male lead, they don't mention any names as to who was up against James Dean, but they say that he appeared to be the only person taking the material seriously. Yeah. Can't have that. Um, which, fine. You know, if you, if you, I guess if you're a porn star trying to make it as like, a, you know, this is your shot at making it as a serious actor, that makes sense. It's just that... Um, I don't know that this material really deserves to be treated with seriousness because it it's ex- it it's um, like on the whole it's like really superficial and it's lacks juvenile. insight. Yeah. Yes. That's it, the a whole perfect thing word. is juvenile. Yeah, I think that it's it's a it's a poor script, but I also want to say that Dean's performance is like he just looked up malevolent in the dictionary and is like, okay, that's how you do it. <laughs> he had about three adjectives that he yeah. had in his head. Yeah. For delivering every line. Because, again, it doesn't show that he has any kind of greater insight into his character. Maybe he does, but it, it doesn't it isn't yeah, conveyed that way. There's no there's no insight to be had from the character. Still, I mean, an actor can bring something to a role. Like, that's uh, how, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but in a normal production, yes. And with also, a... if he had a background in, like, dramatic arts, yes. Yeah, because I don't know if he really... Because, personally, I found him effective in this role, but I doubt that he has any range whatsoever. I think that's his... That's his wheelhouse, and if yeah. he would it's do, just, if he did like a bunch of red box movies, you would yeah. see that performance in every movie. Okay, yeah. So, so just be, yeah. I'm talking really in quick tone. I'm flipping. Yeah, I'm and, dismissive. Yeah, and um, <laughs> talking fast. Yeah, and sometimes I'll throw in a fuck in there. 
That's, that's, all, that's, that's all my ad lib. Yeah. Fucking ad lib. Yeah. 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 So, and I scowl when I talk. That's it. So, I haven't. I haven't. He scowls when he eats pussy, too. <laughs> well, he's concentrating. Yeah. Yeah. He's very good at it. I, uh, I haven't read much Brett Easton Ellis, but does he just keep writing I this have, character? Yes, he does. Because this is the other point that I really wanted to make about this film is that, um, it's set up like uh, Dean's character, who's named Christian, which is really funny, like in light of Fifty Shades of Grey and all right. that shit. Oh, always. In Christianity. <laughs> oh, I forgot um, about that. So, <laughs> Feel still doing I that? keep trying. <laughs> James, James Dean is, is Christian. Um, like Ellis, Is he Christian, though? Ellis keeps writing these characters like they're so interesting, but this particular brand of male sociopath or whatever his... His mm-hmm. damages, you know, the like controlling prick, it is not that fucking interesting. Because when you have oh. a guy who's extremely glib and superficial, and then you have scenes of him, like a scene of him in therapy just saying exactly how he feels, I don't like not being in control. That's <laughs> yeah, that... not interesting. Just so you know, I didn't, that guy didn't fuck me. FYI. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh like, oh, we're going to talk about gay panic now. Cause, you know, that it. Oh, yeah. I think Gus Van Sant's probably okay with it. It's like, talk more. Yeah. I really, I, get, I mean, everyone, I looked it up, they only got paid $100 a day. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, Gus Van Sant wanted to do the thing he did in Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Was, I'm, I'm busy, I'm busy. He's just counting money. But he only had like $100. So he just, <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and, and pretend to be interested in what James Dean is saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... Yeah, because, um, <laughs> and you have this movie which is about a relationship which is a, um, a really fucking cliched relationship because you have like a, a woman who, um, let's call her pragmatic, is pragmatic, huh. let's hmm. say, um, and emotionally needy and kind of fucked up being controlled by a manipulative asshole. And it's like, I know that happens. In real life, but you better bring some fresh insight to it. Yeah, like because I'm not feeling it. Yeah, here. or like what's the pathos? You know, like why do I care about these characters other than just seeing them be like hateful, you know, spiteful? Yeah. Because like I um and I'd actually seen we we watched this once before you and me Tim. Yeah. Um, Did you block it out of your head? Well, I remember I re- about two minutes of it. Nice. Yeah. I remember at the time finding it funny, but that was probably because we were ragging on it the whole time. But like well, yeah. watching it again, like I just fucking despise it really James Dean's not... character from the first scene where he's yeah. like trying to be all shocking about how like, yeah, like a, I, I feel fuck other chicks. My, my girlfriend fucks other dudes. You're not even saying it right. You're saying, I fuck other chicks. My girlfriend, she fucks other chicks. You fuck a lot of different people. And filming my own movies. We're, we're open about it. <coughs> I like to keep things complicated. And it's just like, what, what, what kind of like performance is that? Yeah, and it's like, do I really want to spend a movie with this guy? That's that's kind of the way I felt about it. Like I had to come back and start over again because I'm like, really? Like I got to spend 90 minutes on this thing again? Yeah, I was really put off. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. The, I really had fun watching it the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like you did. I ragged on, and I was like, "This is absurd. This is silly." And then when they started turning on each other, I was like, "It's gonna get good." Yeah. And then they it got the opposite of good. Yeah. And then I had to watch <laughs> again. And I was like, "Oh, I already know where this is going. Yeah, it's I, not going anywhere I would like care to see." I I just fast forwarded to the four way. 
right. Again. And, <laughs> and and I watched like you know three or four shots of it, and I'm just like, well, this isn't sexy. Or I had sexy. seen I had seen the nudity scenes when they were you know because celebrity cared. nudity yeah. scenes get uploaded to the internet as soon as a movie comes out. Mm. They're like screen caps. Lindsay Lohan's finally full. I mean, yeah, do you seen if you go to a paparazzi website, you've already seen it. Well, yeah, we right. you we, saw them when they were eighteen, and she didn't look ragged. Yeah, coke bloat. I think Jen called it. Yeah, um, yeah, we'd already seen her in parts, so yeah, when they add up to the whole, it was just it like, was okay. it was like too it was after it was after it, the fact, not it's, it's enjoyable. It's it's just the movie itself is not a train wreck, but I would say that it is the culmination of several train wrecks. Coming the train together. wreck is the sum of its parts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, a, tra- a train wreck is exciting. Okay. Well, <laughs> which this movie is not. This was it's, the promise of exciting that did yeah. not. Deliver. It's several trains pulling into the station, and your luggage is gone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but um. Because well, okay, so we've ragged on Dean and how he's not a good actor, but he is at least committed to the role in his minor capacity, which makes him the best performance in the movie because okay, at least like, he did something interesting even though if it's despicable it's I know that yeah he was committed to it so <laughs> and I know you gotta give him credit for that and I know argue with me but I actually think that Lindsay Lohan is really good in this movie and probably the only thing worth watching about it I would like to hear you explain yourself <laughs> I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you go first well maybe it is like um I really can't say if James Dean was playing himself but it feels like it because I, it just is such like one note it's like it's yeah. it's how no you know what it is it isn't him playing a character who's a sociopath it's his idea of this is like a powerful way to present yourself that's how he would do it if he After were him. Oh, yeah. intentions. Yeah. he's he's playing he's doing like that success win thing of just like you yes. know if like your body language is confident yeah. and you just like speak yeah and don't let other people talk over you he's you'll got be perceived like, as powerful he's got like hashtag alpha like running in his head just yeah and it's like that um Shit, you know, you could parody that in an interesting way, but... I have been. I've been parodying him, parodying him this whole time. <laughs> I thought that was your actual speaking voice. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Tim living a success win lifestyle. Yeah, nice. I'm doing it. Hashtag success, hashtag win. Look, right. look <laughs> on my so, phone. Lindsay. Um, I was going to say that perhaps... Like Dean, she has material from her personal life to draw upon. <laughs> Maybe. There yeah. is an anecdote, again, in the New York Times article um, where they're, fi- they're filming the scene where um, Dean basically beats her up. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of a brutal scene. Um, you and, would hope. That's what they're yeah. going for. And they're rehearsing it. And um, Dean's whole thing, apparently, when rehearsing was to just kind of go like. Well, he's blocking it speed. out. Yeah. Well, um, and then he saves it for the performance. He yeah, asked her what the safe word is, and then he ignored it. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the safe word is, no, no, this isn't a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, he, he's going half speed, and she's getting impatient with him because, you know, she wants, like, full energy in the rehearsal. And I guess uh, Schrader... Do you say full attention at all times? I guess Schrader... Um, lose like kind of loses temper and then it's just you know because he wants to show them no you do it like this and he just basically like body slams her to the ground and the whole crew is like shocked but she jumps up like oh that was great let's do it again and then afterwards she says to the reporter she's pretty method 
She says to the reporter... Actors like attention. <laughs> she says to the reporter covering the story, um, well, I have a lot of experience like that with my dad. Yeah. And then just leaves it at that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I used to see uh, women get thrown to the walls all the time. Yeah? In my home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so authentic. Acting. Now, I, and I have to I say... I have to go to the bathroom really quick. <laughs> Now, lest I be accused of being a Lindsay Lohan burst, uh, booster, I'm sure she's an incredibly terrible person in real life. She seems like that. Um, but I found her performance effective. Um, she didn't have a lot to work with because the dialogue is really terrible. Like, especially in any scenes where... Um, Two women are talking. Not... No, no, no. no, no. That, not so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> any scene... Where people are trying to be sincere. Like, just... What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Any scene where two people are trying to be sincere just clangs like a poker dropped in a fireplace. Like, okay. any, um, any scenes between the two um, secret lovers where they're actually, like, saying how they feel about each other is just fucking terrible. It's yeah, I didn't believe any of them loved clunky as fuck. Them at all. Which, right, yeah. And I think because Ellis's forte is more people cutting tiny little pieces out of each other, mm -hmm. like those scenes at least work a little better. I don't think they work well at all, but I'll give you the, uh, the fact that better. the sincere scenes don't work either. At all. Well, yeah, I mean, and it, uh, like, I'm, this is on kind of a... Oh, you're on a sliding scale? Yeah, like, yeah. well, this worked better than this, which was just bad. Right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so, th so there's not good and there's, like, actively bad. I didn't think uh, Lindsay was believable in all of her line deliveries, like, when she said she couldn't go back to living with a bartender. She's like, I remember when we couldn't fucking pay the rent. And I said, you... I don't know if you have any memories of not being able to pay yeah, the rent. Like, I mean, when you well, were nine, before you got cast you in the parent trap. Well, it's just a fucking, it's a fucking terrible line because, like, who talks like that? Well, there no, there I, are performances I in this, but I wouldn't that. say that there's acting because there's there's James Dean being a, a type A sociopath. There's uh, Lindsay Lohan being like a a beaten down train wreck. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, you're, it's, it's, it's stunt casting on one hand, but it's also typecasting on the other. Yeah. Because, I mean, they aren't being asked to do anything that's, like, well outside of their range. You could see Brady's now is going, I wrote this with you in mind. <laughs> and I'm going, thanks? Thanks? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's more like Brady Snell saying, I wrote this in a weekend. I, I don't know how Brady Snell's is getting these scripts green. I mean, this one wasn't even based on a book that people inexplicably bought. This was actually a screenplay that they're like, let's film this and let's get and the, Kickstarter money. This gets into more of my preoccupation with this production is just all the, um, I think that the pathos of the uh, production itself, which is, again, in the New York Times article, they're, they're talking about, hey, this is Kickstarter funded. We don't have to take studio notes and, and do what other people tell us. And it's like, this might have been a good time to take yeah, some studio notes. You might notes. have needed them in this case. Yeah, like some, well, yeah, yeah. Be, uh... I'm, de I'm defending studio notes at this point because of this movie. And, and they're saying, too, they're like, oh, we'll make it for a quarter million dollars, but it'll make it look like 10. And it's like, no, this looks like $50,000. Like, it does. You actually made it look worse than the money that you had to work with. Because it, it really just looks like, oh, you got someone's house to shoot at. And it's like, oh, these are shot on the street in, in Hollywood and, and like, uh, you know, Beverly Hills and wherever. You know who else? What other kind of uh, 
niche film industry does those sorts of things? <laughs> hey, the adult film industry. Well... <laughs> But yeah, maybe there's more leeway there. Maybe maybe they should have let a porn director do this. Yeah, maybe rather than trying to do a a proper film on a small budget, maybe they tried it, should have tried doing a porno on a large budget. Yeah. But then you just get pirates. <laughs> and you just keep getting pirates. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> over and over and over again. True. Yeah. So I don't know. Wow, are we already done? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think the movie looked that bad for the money that was made. I mean, I think the photography actually for my for my not money because I watched it on Netflix right. <laughs> for my few dollars a month. I think the photography was fine. Yeah, it, well, it. Um, I it, completely I, disagree. But go on. It distinguishes it. Your it. It distinguishes itself from the usual cheap production by looking like it actually had say. A cinematographer and a production That's designer. That's what I was gonna say. I am in no way going like to say someone new photography. Like I thought it looked fine. I didn't yeah. think it looked like shit. It looked fine. I would go with fine. I I would go with experienced student filmmaker. <laughs> because there's like there's some I don't know, I've seen your student films. Right. Well I said experienced. <laughs> um, there's Yikes. there's somewhere it's like the colors just look really like gross and awful. There are things where it's handheld for I don't know why. And they're thing. They're, where were the handheld shots? I don't even fucking on the street. Them. Yeah, I just remember some of them were. There's like, there some walking on the street. Yeah, I'm just like, why is this handheld? There's. there's oh yeah, there was handheld. Or Ryan, in, um, uh, or the guy from Glee, as my mom called him. Yeah, he's like, that's the movie with the guy from Glee. I was like, James Dean wasn't in Glee, was he? <laughs> there's a. There's there's a handheld scene when they're at the uh, Century City Mall. Right. There is a. Um, there's a like. Uh, what's it? An over the shoulder? Was it like a dirty? Um, single of uh when the two of them are at that cafe that's on the corner like between that's another one yeah yeah unlike uh, and was it west hollywood yeah. and and it's behind it's it's on Lindsay lohan but it's behind the other woman's head and the other woman's head takes up like two-thirds of the screen yes yeah, well, most of the screen yeah it's, it's like no reason that's yeah it's not a good shot and there are other things um there are other things like, uh, yeah, like the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, the whole movie is is just bad. The end. Um, fuck. Yeah, I would say that people's heads and faces and bodies were not framed well. Some of it was seemed like intentional, like the scene where uh, Ryan's boss is like, "You'll always have a job here." And he tells oh his hair, and the center of the shot is yeah. the man's crotch. His whole <laughs> like, gee, I wonder what he means. Yeah, yeah. his whole torso and like his, crotch. Yeah. Are taking up the frame as he sits suggestively in front of Ryan and like nudges his, his legs foot. Open. He's yeah. foot. It's like, oh, I get it. You <laughs> oh are my. saying you'll if he fucks you, he'll have a job. No, that well, okay. In that it case, it took you that long to figure that out. It that, took me a minute. <laughs> well, that almost seems like actual visual artistry. I'm talking about when again, it's it's it's. Fucking George Lucas cinematography. There are two people on a couch. But yeah, talking. that one with the the people. Yeah, and were, it zooms in, and it's like the okay. back of her head was in the entire damn shot. That that's that's one. That's when they're out at lunch. There's another one where it's the two of them talking like in a gazebo at night. Yeah, and it's just the shot pushes in on two people sitting on a couch, and then it just goes right into shot reverse shot. And I'm like, did you bother with this? It makes me wonder if um... there's shots that aren't even straight. It makes me wonder if... I think I shot those. Oh, okay. It makes me wonder if perhaps the circumstances of the shoot were maybe affecting 
the production very negatively because if you're working with a really troublesome actress who you don't know if she's going to actually show up that that's completely um, plausible there yeah. might be <laughs> there might be a feeling of like let's just fucking shoot this and get it done because we don't know if she's going to be back tomorrow. Like they're Which, just holding the camera with one hand. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's like, whatever. And the other hand is like holding on, like, got, holding like, on to her those, so she can't run they off. They've got like a kid leash on the camera and they're just oh, yanking geez. it behind them. <laughs> just like, put it on a wagon. Which which this gets into like my whole um, sort of uh, pathos sympathy for the production and for um, you know Paul Schrader. Uh, is that uh, it, it's, it feels like... If you know uh, Mulholland Drive, when when Betty goes in for that audition, oh, yeah. and she nails it, mm-hmm. and um, and then it's her and like the casting agent and her assistant walking out, and the casting agent is just like, oh, that was terrible," and Betty's like, "What?" and she's like, "Oh no, I mean like that movie, that production is so uh, sad and pathetic, and it, it's like his last you know run and everything." It's like that's what this movie feels like. It feels like they're desperate people trying to scrape together some money. To do like some come from behind win so they can have a career again, and for that they're saying okay, th- no one will insure this like formerly a list actress, but maybe like maybe we can squeeze something out of this, and it's it's that sort of Someone desperation. Someone on taxi drivers here. Yeah, it, it's a sort of desperation where it's like you you agree to things you wouldn't because you're so like you need this thing to work otherwise you're out of a career yeah and, and that's something that we've just we've discussed this as it relates to directors on the show before um because for whatever reason you find these very experienced well-regarded directors completely unable to finance a film yeah toward the end of their lives like True. it happened to schrader it's happened to kurosawa um, we talked about on our Scorsese episode. We talked about a little bit about Martin Scorsese's difficulties even getting Silence funded. Um, I don't know why that is, but you know, you would think that the people who are the best at their craft would be the ones that would have people throwing money at them. But well, it does say something else about like sort of the the, the state of the art, I guess. Although then again, if um, someone came to you with the canyons, like even it was fucking. Orson Welles making it, you'd be like, "Fuck off with this shit." No, no. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll give Scorsese a hundred million to make like the next Transformers movie. Yeah, they'll give him a hundred million to make the next Scorsese movie. Yeah, that's what, all that is. That's a good point. There did seem to be kind of, at least in the opening and closing montages, that it was like that's the only statement. In the movie, are those shots of all the empty movie theaters and bombed out uniplexes and multiplexes? Yeah, which has nothing to do with the Anything. the the plot. So yeah, that that's there's Unless artistry the there. Only artistry. Yeah. Unless you're saying, um, oh, here are some empty shells and facades. Okay, here's our main couple. That's a well. My, my thought <laughs> on it was actually I wasn't sure. I wonder. I was wondering if they were saying. The art of movie theater, the art of <laughs> movies and going to the movies is, is dying mm-hmm. because these people are busy having sex mind games <laughs> and well, fucking around with their assistants. You know I don't, they, I don't know if they but, thought that much into it. I think I was just high and thinking too much. They Could mention they? it in the scene where um, uh, she says, "I don't go to the movies." Yeah, anymore. she goes. She goes to lunch with her boyfriend's assistant, um, the, and that poor actress. She was also in D War. She was. Is her name yeah. Brooks? Amanda Amanda Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. yeah. She's a Brooks. Um 
And when Good for Brooks her. was there, was and, when she, <laughs> and when she asked her, like, uh, she asked Lindsay Lohan's character, like, why did you quit working on the movie? And uh, um, I don't remember Lindsay Lohan's character's name, Tara. Tara. Whatever. And Tara says, so maybe it was written for the other burnt out. Uh, yeah, that's the one who I thought of. Yeah. And then Tara says, well, do you even go to the movies anymore? Like, when was the last time you saw a movie in a theater? That is so completely incidental to the plot, though. Well, yeah, I haven't seen this movie I'm in the theater. Saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it fucking fits or like makes a decent theme. I'm saying right. like it ties it in doesn't. in a, in a stupid ass way. That's the only thing connection. That. That's just tying <laughs> one thread to like Schrader had an idea, and then he had a film he needed to get made to make money. Yeah, well, I believe... Like the two of them like ended the up together. It's like the thought in the movie. Yeah. So maybe the, well, that was Paul Schrader's contribution. Yeah, that. pretty much, yeah. Could you say, I don't go to the movies anymore? Yeah, that and then seem, we can bookend it with that. That does seem like a Schrader thing to say. Yeah, because, uh, but again, it has no place in this movie because it's about just like shallow, spiteful cunts. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you could you could backtrack afterward and say, oh, that's why these movies aren't getting made because they're busy fucking around. That's that's a hell of a But it's too late. You've already made like we've made this movie that's a complete fuck up. Yeah, about how all the complete fuck ups are why movies don't get made. This is why this movie shouldn't have gotten made. (laughs) Well, here's now I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah, now now showing closed for renovation. (laughs) Jumping off of that, here's a topic. Um. And this certainly struck me the first time I watched it. Did Freddy Stiles just pay everyone in Coke? That was my line. That would make sense. It's very possible. How do do you get the cokehead who who has everything? Yeah. I have this script. Oh, what do you want for it? Oh, I don't want anything. I want you to film it. I don't want to film it. What What if I leave the room... And you uh, open that chest over there and take whatever you want. Will you film it then? I'm like, yeah. fuck. I want this much white stuff to replace mm-hmm. the script. It would explain the, why he's still getting yeah. any anybody to point a camera at his words. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's And this is something that I, that I want to also bring up. Um, let's call it the movie's view on polyamory. <laughs> I was Hey, how do you deal with jealousy? In <laughs> relationships. I it actually It wasn't even polyamory no, no, no. for me because they no. didn't really even have groups. I mean this I mean we can all agree that the sex scenes were terrible. Yes. Well, but this is this is the thing because like it the movie strikes me as like adorably quaint in its point of view. And I don't know if it's because like, you know, um Ellis is kind of a relic of the eighties and Schrader is Sorry, sorry, Paul. A relic of the 70s. He is. Also with yeah. an incredibly restrictive... But I liked Affliction. No, it's good. But also with an incredibly restrictive religious upbringing. Very. Um, so the movie's whole attitude towards outre sex is just really kind of hilarious. Because it's so, it's so fucking cheesy. Like, you know, when they finally get to the Very orgy clunky. scene. It's and- not an orgy. Who like who fucks with those like stupid LED lights flashing yeah, all over their bedroom? Before we start, hold on. Yeah, again, it's like we're not at a rave. We're just having sex. It's like you know he turned his cinematographer and said, "Do something interesting with this. You have five minutes." Yeah, I have spinning yeah. LEDs. Yeah. Well, uh, I got I got this fog machine that I bought at Oz. Oh yeah, quick, god. someone drive to Oz. Very Oz. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and um, okay. But Lily LeBeau was hot, so. 
So I I understand. As as the young people would say, still fapped. <laughs> the thing is, didn't like, matter. Have had sex. Yeah. I understand that um, you could have an interesting discussion of people with unusual sex lives because you know if you're the, if you're the kind of person who like fucks multiple partners or whatever and maybe you have jealousy issues like that could be interesting. But there was something really. We'll be right back after my script. <laughs> yeah, there was there was just something like like it felt like a couple of old men wrote it. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's what I'm getting at about like just the whole production. It's With again, it's like that not just, drive thing. Like you were saying, not just um, issues around intimacy and sex, but also in issues of intimacy around sex with not even mobile partners, but let's just say the same sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like okay, like because the character are all like, oh, I, she, we only uh, she doesn't usually sleep with other guys. I usually make the guys watch me. But yeah. the other girls, they have sex in front of me all the time. Yeah. I was like, of course they do. And yeah. then, of course, what's the one thing in the middle that flips the table where she finally turns the tables on him? Oh, no. <gasps> he, he got to... blown by a man. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, for a guy who seems like such an emotionless, an emotionless sociopath, like they seem to be like trying to take him out of his comfort zone. <laughs> but it's like, how is that even a thing? Like. We don't get any sense of his like vulnerability. He just yeah. seems like he's just like a, a blank slate. Just yeah, yeah. Dead he's, eyes. A, he's Dick Cipher. <laughs> <Dick Cypher. laughs> yeah, and again, like, um, you know what's a much more interesting exploration of American some... Psycho? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, it's just... <laughs> you know what's a much more interesting exploration of sublimated homosexuality? My diary. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, let's hear it. Second to that. All right. Cruising. Cruising, definitely. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's all over that. Yeah. Movie. That's a really that you is. You can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> that is a really good <laughs> That is a really fucking good exploration of um, sexual desires that are considered illicit by the larger society. Yeah. In this one, it's like I almost feel like we're supposed to, and. Shit, you lived in LA long enough. You're not gonna be fucking shocked by people who invite other people from Tinder or whatever to come over and fuck. It's like that's yeah. not weird. Or like a movie Is producer who fucks you? actors. No. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I think we've had this before. You yeah. mean sometimes people have open relationships? <sighs> yeah. What? And that they're trying to like enforce this jealousy issue on on him towards the end. It's like that doesn't seem that doesn't seem to resonate for the character. Knock me over with a feather. No, do it. Knock me over with a fucking feather. <laughs> I mean, I I'll say that I found that like having dated a shitty, jealous, emotionally manipulative guy, like I found that aspect One? of the character. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky me. She's got a type. <laughs> I found that aspect of the character, like his behavior certainly fit with the kind of like controlling asshole that he was playing. Okay. And like, um, you know, her like basically, her, her basic like emotional train wreck status like also kind of fit. <laughs> that, and, but that emotional train wreck thing is just so one note. It's not very so interesting. Tired. Is the yeah. and it's it's um... someone described her perfectly, and I wish she had actually acted because this actually is a good note for a character. She didn't really play it, mm -hmm. but 
um, I think it was the Ryan's girlfriend said she looks so scared all the time. She reminded me of one of those girls in the movies who's always being followed by somebody. Hmm. But she didn't really act that in the movie. No. But if she had, it probably would have been interesting. Yeah. Can I can I say that that's one of my absolute least favorite ways of hanging up? quote unquote hanging a lantern on it in a movie <laughs> is saying whoa this is just like in X movie mm-hmm. oh or even like one of the like the second line from the or second or third line from this movie about like <laughs> oh you heard about that that app Amore it, it's like adult friend finder it's just like <laughs> <laughs> like you could have just kept going yeah I, <laughs> but I think you, you heard about this thing called uh, polyamory. It's like jealousy, but with a lot of different people. Like, right. I think they had to keep keep those awful lines in because they weren't getting anything from the performers. Maybe if Lindsay had done that with the way she was describing that line, they wouldn't have had to make an actress telegraph it. It's like you know what? She looks really scared right now because I didn't get a sense of menace. Or, I mean, aside from the drive stealing score, didn't the score sound like the drive score? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, since I can't talk about hip hop, I'm a little hobbled, but I do have a little indie rock nerd <laughs> stuff to go into. Uh, Brendan Canning from Broken Social Scene did the score. Well, um, I hope he got paid. Yeah, I hope he did too. Yeah. He was not cre- as credited right. as like me and John or me and Jim. Hmm. So maybe he didn't, or maybe he was like, take my fucking name off this. Yeah. Um, there. No, they said that, um, that favor is paid. We're yeah. done. Yeah. Alan Smithy. <laughs> they said, we can't pay you, but it'll be great exposure. We can give you $100 of cocaine a day. <laughs> yeah. And all the craft services you want. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from that score, there wasn't any danger or menace. I didn't. Which is another reason why it doesn't work. Yeah. Because we're supposed to, at some point, we're supposed to go, oh shit, they're really in trouble now. Something bad's going to happen. And I really never felt that. I just thought they're just going to keep sniping at each other like Virginia Woolf and then their imaginary son's going to die. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was just going to be sniping and I was like, I'm ready for some sniping. Yeah. And, and, and it even. wasn't. Yeah. You're still waiting for something to happen. Like, what's the big thing that happens? They, they part ways. Like the, um, and then the, the, he makes her an accessory to a crime. That's yeah, how the, <laughs> this well, is their relationship breakup let me, gift. Let me mention the what I feel was the true weak link of the film. Okay, was the character of Ryan. <laughs> I legitimately did not give one fuck about this character. No. Yeah, and I had bad. no idea like why these two were so into each other. Like. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't conveyed. I didn't. Like, I could I, see that can, he was a, like a loser bartender. He seemed like a loser bartender guy. I mean, like if you'd put like an old Abercrombie bag in every scene, like it would have been like more convincing. Well, he, he might have just been cast for that scene where he had to model his junk oh, in like the bl- oh, bright blue speedos. And that's that's another that's that's another fucking old. <laughs> that dick thing. was bigger than the flaccid naked dicks that we see in, in the sex scenes. <laughs> That's another fucking old man thing where it's like, oh, you know what's really degrading? I mean, you know what's the worst thing? Swimsuit modeling. Like, when you're a guy and you have to, like, model for the camera. Like, some kind of common stripper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he was well cast because he's supposed to be an inexperienced actor, right? (laughs) That certainly came across. And he does... He was on Glee. Let's just say that again. Okay. Just... That pretty much answers your question. Yep. And he does come across like a kind of shitty failure that only people like Lindsay Lohan's character was 
would think are really cute mm-hmm. or compelling. I guess that that last shot of him, it's him, right? Cause yeah, he's, he's in the last shot. Yeah, and he's despondent. I don't understand. He looks at the camera. What the hell? I don't understand what we're <laughs> supposed to. <laughs> I don't understand what we're supposed to derive from him being the one who is now um, keeping tabs on Tara. What am I supposed to feel? Am I supposed to feel bad? Am I supposed to be like, oh wow, like he's become like her manipulative ex? That maybe, or that, or that he's like the whole ultimatum: stay away from him, or I'll, or I'll kill him. I'll kill him, yeah. And like, oh, I hope he doesn't keep following her because he might get killed. Like, oh, yeah. Like I don't remember. Remember when all these things were set up and then nothing came of them? Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, like she, I mean, okay, like they broke up. She landed on her feet because she appears to have bounced to a richer guy. Yeah. So good on her, I guess. For um, now. I mean, we're seeing her at a happy point in her relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Just start, here we go again. Yeah. He's like, you know what we should do tonight? We should go on a moray. Fuck. <laughs> it's like adult friend finder. <laughs> <sighs> that and the, um, when she's texting and the texts start coming up on her TV. Did those cool. ever do? Who does that? That was cool. I was like, "Has that <laughs> happened yet? <laughs> is that a thing?" Yeah. I remember I seeing that. that I'm now. like, "This is the sort of thing that only happens in movies." Yeah. Is it? It's like we need yeah. a way to telegraph this, and I don't. I can't get close enough into the phone to have it actually. Like, why work. don't you do what you did in every other shot? And just have a screen of the phone and the text uh, coming up, like fucking would... everyone does. And and there is a way to like make texting interesting. I feel because like in Personal Shopper. Which I I personally enjoy. I'm gonna there, see that. There's like, there's probably like a good twenty five minutes of her like, on a train like texting someone. There are like there are multiple scenes of her, and it's basically a a woman by herself with a phone, and it's hmm. actually interesting. But like the way that this is shot, it's like oh we're looking at someone looking down. Someone's not paying attention. I'm just like I understand how that isn't interesting. That shows the person isn't in- engaged, but. It isn't interesting. Well, the issue here is that because the characters themselves are not interesting, which means there's no real stakes. So it's like, why the fuck would I care about their text conversation any more than their like shitty sniping IRL conversations? Yeah, yeah. Because if they're not interested in that what's going funny. on, why should I be? <laughs> that would be funny if they had like web TV. Like that's what that was. <laughs> they don't. They don't use the computer. The, the last like working a, web they TV use in America. Their computer, yeah. Is it? yeah. <laughs> through the TV it's just easier <laughs> yeah it's not even that they're not interesting is that they're progressively less interesting the longer you spend time with them they're, they're which really is weird because you find out more and they do more things that should be interesting like just... have a four way and like stab someone and, and you know you, this, you think this would make them more interesting and it just seems like why does he stab her anyway? And then that prolonged... Because he's a real jerk. Yeah, I really I didn't that, get that. Is that is pretty mean. The only thing I could think of was... I'm a feminist. I wouldn't stab a woman for no maybe... reason. maybe... <laughs> oh, no. You know why? You know why she had to die? Why? Because she lied about being gang raped. Oh. Yeah, you can't See, lie on me. I, Don't yeah. you tell that lie on me. Yeah. I thought the only thing I could think of was that him getting his dick sucked by a man was some insanity trigger. And now he's like lost it <laughs> because uh, I don't is... think that he was. I don't think he had done any of that before. I was like, she made me get my dick sucked by a man. Why did she? Oh, is that why? Because Ryan told this girl to tell this girl this thing about me. 
God, that is a house of cards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does it? it does you it. told her. You told her to say this to her, so that I got my dick sucked <laughs> by a man. And I only kind of enjoyed. I it. mean, I thought it was like <laughs> you made me play second base. <laughs> I got a Hummer. And then after that, like after he kills her, then that prolonged phone call of him taunting the other guy. Yeah. Just <laughs> with all that, like. <laughs> I can't believe what you did. Like all that inside baseball about How dare you? about yeah about like going to L.A. and being like a acting failure. I don't know. Maybe oh, that was before. And again, no, he did. Yeah. No, actually, no. That was on the way there. Yeah. Okay. He was, was telling him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We should do that. Now. No, no worries. Um, again, sociopaths are not inter- are not interesting. People saying exactly what's on their fucking mind is not interesting. Yeah. People giving flat exposition about a character, was- which we have already pieced together, is not... Yeah, it's like, yeah, we know that this guy is a failed actor. And he was parroting, like, almost... It was almost like a cut and paste of the Lindsay, like, she's not going back to that. Like, yeah. He said yeah. she like, wasn't going back to that. We already know that this guy is a failed actor who sometimes let du- lets dudes blow him so he can get money to live. Like, yes, we know. We don't need it rehashed for us. How'd you get that money? Did you get a dick suck? <laughs> yes. And, and just on top of that, like, for being, like, this aloof sociopath, he seems so <clears throat> petty. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that I think really con- contradicts the, the core of the character. Well, I think it... I I'm think gonna get it, you. That's the last thing I do. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm gonna get you. It's the last thing I do. I think it yeah. fits. I think that. I'm um, gonna get you. <laughs> I think it fits. Um, you know, where uh, usually with people like this, there's this kind of like there's this kind of core of insecurity, and if you poke that, that's when they lash out. Because it seems like his whole stock and trade is manipulation. I feel really stupid, like even fucking defending this shit. Because it's like, yeah, like it. it well, why are you then? You like you don't have to. Well, I'm just trying to be. You honest. aren't a co-producer you liked like it Lindsay once. Lohan. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying honestly how I felt. You know. Yeah. I could say, I could say, I could say, yeah, this shit just totally sucked. I mean, I think there were a couple of things I liked about it, which I can't really remember right now, but. Well, the thing is, it's watching it again just destroys the memory. Because I remember the first time I watched it, I texted you. I think I was got home from a show at like midnight. And I was like, let me start watching this. And I was like, I've watched an hour of this. I can't stop. Yeah. And then like I fell asleep or something like that. And I watched the rest. And I was like, yeah, the second half wasn't as good as the first half. And then I watched the whole thing again. I'm like, yeah, this is just painful now. Yeah. Because I, I, I know where this goes. And I had it goes to read nowhere. I had to rewatch it because I forgot so much of it because yeah. so much of it is forgettable. It's and bad. rewatching it was like fairly unpleasant because it's just frustrating. And the it's script like, like the gets point? worse. Yeah. So yeah. as the worse the script gets, the worse the acting gets. It's just like a bad <laughs> downward trajectory. So my takeaway from it is it is sort of a, a meta analysis. Like reading that New York Times article, a film about the making of would be really interesting <laughs> because of just the desperation and pathos that went into it. It's like mm-hmm. we're too old men that are desperate to get a, a film made and be relevant. There's probably a lot of good stories there. Yeah, it's like, ah, the kids are doing this Kickstarter thing now. We can make something of that. Like, we can control it. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, we need we need some we need some actors that we can get for the money that we have. Which we can is get, $100 in cocaine. Yeah, which is a cheap one that no one will insure. And we're trying to bring someone up from the porn industry. Unsuccessfully. But yeah. <laughs> And, and he even also, tried to do us. He was even uh, the the stunt cock in a celebrity sex tape. And huh. That didn't even take. 
that Teen Mom sex tape. <laughs> yeah. She fucked him and they filmed it. And I was like, if your sex tape has an actual porn star in it, you didn't have a leaked celebrity yeah, sex it's... tape. You just auditioned for porn. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's all that is. I fucked James Dean. Yeah. I thought I was going to get in this movie, but I didn't. So now it's my leaked sex tape. Yeah. At least he didn't beat you up. No, he did not. <laughs> and, and again, like it would have been nice for you know all parties involved to, to come out of it. But I mean, but I mean, I guess that's kind of the, the tragic nature of it is that there, the the takeaway could be that yeah, there is a point in your career where you've you've lost it, where you've lost your touch. Yeah, and the thing is, I can maybe bring myself to give half a fuck about. Paul Schrader. I mean, probably his best years are behind him, but he yeah. has. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad. He has made truly great films. Yeah. Um, both as writer and director. You know, just watch American Gigolo and stuff. I realized I haven't seen a lot of them when I was looking through. I was like, I've read Mosquito Coast, but yeah. I haven't seen it. Right. No, he's been very prolific and very good. So I have he... seen Light of Day several times because we're a Joan Jett household. And my mom's <laughs> like, Have you seen Light of Day yet? It's like 10 years old. <laughs> and I was like, well, I like Joan Jett, so let's do it. Yeah, it's all yeah there you go. Yeah, I'm surprised um, I haven't seen the movies with Bridget Fonda in them because... I'm surprised, I too. Exactly. <laughs> I got that. But yeah, so I can bring myself to care about Paul Schrader. I can, yes. look, I can look at this and say, oh, you know, it's really too bad that he couldn't have made cat something out. Cat people, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the sex scenes weren't even cat people good. Yeah. No. Well. Like, could you, like, watch cat people before? Like, we're going to do a sex scene. Maybe we should watch something yeah, sexy. Yeah, do an homage to your earlier No, work. we got some spinning lights for you. Yeah. So. Yeah, because cat people is pretty fucking entertaining. But, yeah, yeah, like, so I feel bad for Schrader. I, I don't give a rat's ass about Brett Easton Ellis. I don't think he has a He's the weakest link of the say. movie by far. It's Yeah, it's a minor effort. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, Lindsay Lohan is squandering her actual talent somewhat but um it's already squandered i don't know if she well, has any left I don't, to squander yeah i don't think well she'll here's, come back. here's a takeaway from that it's like there are good and bad actors oh yeah and james dean fuck him seriously there, there yeah. are there are good and bad actors there are good and bad people <laughs> sometimes you get one and not the other no sometimes absolutely. you get a little bit of both yeah so that that's the problem is that you know Lindsay lohan would be working more if she were reliable and easy to work with but it's yeah, like if you're a fucking is, is train wreck yeah. people just don't want to work with you well and eventually don't, they'll stop calling you. and yeah. don't forget um people like faye dunaway have worked consistently <laughs> for yeah. many years um actresses i feel maybe it's a stereotype but also actors let's be real actors as well actors in general above a certain pay grade um are allowed a certain amount of being troublesome if they yes. are bankable hmm. or likable in some way like how bad do you have to be to completely kill a career like Lindsay lohan has i would say pretty bad she's Very uninsurable bad. at this point yeah no one no one wants to work with her so that then most of her income comes from them replaying mean girls yeah <laughs> If in the parent trap. That makes me then wonder, like, Angelina Jolie must be a joy to work with. Has to be. Because <laughs> she worked a lot. Yeah. And, again, like, for all of the, like, prestige that she had uh, accumulated in Hollywood, like, what movies has she ever done that has been of any note? 
Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider 2. Oh, okay. That's the um, I'm that going to go with Pushington. <laughs> Pushington. Pushington. <laughs> Lord and Lady Pushington. And Gia. Well, well, but those were no. like her first two which, breakout Changeling. Roles. Changeling is really good. You no, know, my mom which, said Changeling the, was good. Which, I've not seen that yet. Film is, which Tomb Raider good. is the one that has Chris Berry in it? The first one? The first one. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Wasn't he in the second one, but he only had one scene? Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I'm still mad at the first one when they were like, <laughs> she was sledding. Mm-hmm. And, her, and her jacket was wide open and like there were no hard nipples That's I'm like terrible. what like, universe is this yeah, where she's tobogganing in like it was like the arctic well, they're going she's... to the cave she's like my nipples <laughs> don't get hard She's had a she's she has, had a, she's had a double mastectomy that might be true now she has well, not then. she has like no. mental control over no. them you learn I don't know how we got her to tits, but this movie is a, because there's a lot about, of tits yeah. in them. Yeah, the tits not... are like the best lit thing in the movie. Hmm. Well, hey. Like the other woman that played Cynthia, shit, like that scene where they were Oh yeah. They were arguing. That was actually that was the center of the, that was a good shot. Oh yeah, yeah. when they're in bed, it's just yeah. like, oh hey, titties. Yeah. yeah. That scene was nicely lit. Yeah. It was very well lit and yeah. very well framed. Yes. Like because all they... they were well lit tits. <laughs> they were just like, let's put the tits. Tits right in the here. center. Yeah. Not objecting. I'm just saying that maybe you could have extended that care to the rest of your film. Well, they didn't. You, you, you got to pick your. They battles. did another. The only other thing that was as lit as that was the guy's crotch, the manager's crotch. Oh yeah. And like that weird. There's a shot at the beginning where there's a close up of lime squirting into a glass. Oh yeah. Hmm. It wasn't it was squirt. A... It was pee actually. <laughs> <laughs> was it in an abandoned movie theater? Or... No, it was the first shot where they were. He was saying the shocking things at dinner, oh, and the so other girlfriend squirted her lime, and there was a close up of it for no reason other than. Oh well, again, we've gotten the money shot out of the way. So yeah, don't expect one later. Well, again, like the the New York Times article, they're they're like, you know, he he tries to gussy up the first scene with some interesting camera work because the fir- the where first the first scene. It? I didn't fucking see it. They might have cut it back out or something because, like, be, because he, he tries to dress up the scene because the scene is boring. Shot. Yeah. And and that just highlights it. Yeah, and the only real interest for me came from. Uh, Again, this is the article talking. I don't have enough. Again, <laughs> like, okay, so um, you know, the opening scene is of uh, Taryn Christian at dinner with his assistant and her boyfriend, who's Ryan. Um, Kind and, of from Glee. Yes. Even definitely. that first shot, like just face on, like there's a yeah. lot of backs of people's heads. Uh, I hope you like the backs of people's it, heads. It's, it's and me meant, personally, I do. The only but I grew up on softcore porn. So. Right. The only the only interest in that scene is basically the conflict of um, two of the characters being incredibly uncomfortable. But again, if you've lived in LA for any length of time and are over thirty, you're like, it's like, whoa, open relationships. This is different. It's like. I'm I'm not shocked. It's not that well it's filmed. It's like we have orgies every other Thursday. Yeah, you can yeah. go have an an orgy is there if you want it. You know, um So in that regard it's not very Yeah. Upset. Lindsay's pretty obviously just telegraphing her discomfort like I am turning my body away from my boyfriend while he's talking. It's like, "Oh, I get it." Stop. Christian likes to shock people. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, yeah, it's true. He I must like not be people. liking it tonight cuz he's not shocking anyone. <laughs> oh. This was the prequel to Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> does, does there need to be a prequel? And at the end, Tara writes terrible 12. Twilight fan fiction. Yeah, and makes a million dollars. A bazillion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's awful. Here's a question. Why is this movie called The Canyons? I thought 
I, you know, I don't, I don't know, but I'll be glad when we're done with this episode and I can get that fucking Counting Crows song out of my head. Counting Crows song. One more round in the canyon. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I guess they lived in the canyon. Did they live? I mean, we never saw a shot of a canyon. Well, you couldn't call it Mulholland Drive. The canyons just sounds like the name of a um, of a gated community like off of sunset it's the name yeah. of that movie they never made in the movie oh, <laughs> oh yeah probably i don't know. I know yeah they were really set about getting that movie made and it never got made and really a sister was like i don't care how much i degrade myself i'll beg him to keep the movie going I, just so you can't God, get it and you know we never and, they never set foot on that movie that and the movie thing didn't is, get off the ground and the thing is you just know that you know what that the way they were talking about the movie is like oh man like they they just sold this directly to the sci-fi channel didn't they yeah it's gonna be that kind of movie it's just like you know <laughs> shitty horror but um, yeah where you like you see the cg monster so yeah. that at least is i can accurate. see that unconvincingly stomping around yeah. yeah like that at least is an accurate depiction of la the other the other line that i found accurate as fuck to Los Angeles was the line, I'm really sorry that I didn't congratulate you on starting your own PR company. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very on. That might have been the best line. Like PR, where, sweetie. Where the fuck else are you going to hear that outside of LA or New York? Mm. At Fab. Right. Well, like, sweetie. <laughs> sweetie. I do PR, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm celibate. <laughs> you mean too fat and ugly to have it off. Right. Was oh, that Vol, uh, Vol, Vol cell? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that very no, incel. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like when um Lindsay corrects what's her name on the correct pr- pronunciation of Rohypnol. She <laughs> know. Oh, it's, because... it's pronounced Versace. <laughs> <laughs> it's Versace. No, because uh, uh, Cynthia is a yoga instructor who gets killed, and she 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 says that she was uh, tanked up on Rufinol. Mm. Which I found very hilarious because you Didn't see... Didn't we all learn the word Rohypnol like 15 years no, ago? No, you, yeah, yeah. you see people saying <laughs> Rufinol all the time. Oh. I'm like, it's fucking Rohypnol. Yeah, it is. So I guess that was funny. I don't know. It's like, not important who gives a shit. It, that's it, that's it, my takeaway really from the movie. It's never explored, or well, nothing's explored, but it's not explored whether Ryan told her to say that she was drugged and raped or if she actually was and Ryan called her and said tell her about the rape they never really just discussing the, point, the plot yeah. makes the point, me tired <laughs> plot such as it is the point Sean Sequence is that bitches be lying about rape or and they, they deserve to die oh. rape 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 I'm just thinking <laughs> of this Wyclef sketch where he's like fellas think with your mind and not your pistol or this might happen to you. And the just sirens start going off and the guy goes, rape, 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 rape. <laughs> Is that like that rape whistle where like you blow it and it just says, I think I've had a few too many drinks. Yes. It's like <laughs> <laughs> a little louder. But yes, it's exactly like that. Oi. <laughs> that makes me feel about as good as this movie did. Uh, yeah. Well, it was shorter though. There was a lot of, do you think, I had a question about the, the same sex depictions because <laughs> there's like dueling depictions of homosexuality it's well, really straddling the it's 
well, really straddling the line well, between what? like destigmatizing it because Ryan's kind of like, I'm fucking who I want. You can suck my cock. Fine, I'll suck. I mean, you want to suck it, right? You want to suck it right now? <laughs> stick like, it down your Why mouth. go to Paul Springs this weekend? I'll take it out. Take it out right now. You, you want it? And he goes, yeah. Yeah, and then you have like it was James good. Dean. Oh, no, not a blowjob. <laughs> well, because this is the thing because like um, I did like when Ryan turns the tables on the producers. That like, was Yeah, good. you want to suck my fucking dick? Do it like, right go now. Ahead. I was like, okay. Like, you know, that's He's down to business. Um, it's just because he's yet, a prick. But <laughs> like... I just thought I was going to finally see an erect penis, but no, no. no. <laughs> but again, like all... Sex in this movie is tied to uh, notions of like manipulation and um, transactions, which again is just so like shallow and yeah, it's fucking boring. They should have yeah. got a porn director to direct this. Yeah. And the other he thing, had more insight. Yeah. The other thing that I, and they would have paid him better. <laughs> the other thing that I learned from this movie is that uh, predatory white male gays run Hollywood, which is probably true. You didn't already it's not know exactly that. Woke. Yeah, duh. Well. The, a lot of the people in this movie went on to be extras in an X-Men movie, so... Oh! That, that was too easy. Please, <laughs> Please don't keep that in there. We get it. Well, I don't know. Ask uh, ask Corey Feldman sometime. <laughs> He's forgotten. So what else sucks about this movie? Should we... Like, is there anything redeeming about it? Because, I mean, my well, takeaways that are just... that one part where Ryan flips the tables was good. Yeah, and then um, I. That's a moment. Oh. I liked. Um, we got one moment. <laughs> I liked Tara getting a little of her own back and saying like, "Yeah, like kiss him. Yeah, go down on him." Yeah, I mean, and making him a, uncomfortable. Like that as an was... actual tactic, it was entertaining. Like, oh, she's got him now. That felt so forced and disingenuous to me. But I. Well, it was a nice change just from watching this guy like be yeah. a shitty man. As a moment in the story, I liked it. As ex, as it was executed, no, I did not yeah. like it. But as just a moment, like, ooh, she finally got him. Like, if you can suspend the disbelief that this is a terrible movie for a second oh, and just okay. like read into the story, like, oh, she finally yeah got and, one right. up on Christian. I did like that. Yeah, see, that's yeah, and the it really. If. But that's the thing the is, <laughs> it's a big if. It really doesn't have anything on the scene where. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee basically starts raping Rooker Hauer in Flesh and Blood. Mm. Like, he's raping her, right. and then she turns around and basically starts raping him. That's and fantastic. he's like, oh, shit. How awful that must be. I've created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm okay. saying, um, you, should, you guys should watch Flesh and Blood. I love Flesh and Blood. Um, and then you listen, know I've seen Flesh and Blood. I, I bet. And then listen to our episode I'm about a it. Jennifer Jason Lee fan. You should be. She's great. Um, I celebrate her, her entire, entire filmography. Catalog. <laughs> her entire catalog. Um, I don't know. Like this, this shit's on Netflix. Um, yeah, I would. I say watch it once. <laughs> Give it a whirl. Fast Just don't forward, watch like, it a second time. Yeah, like an hour in. Lindsay Lohan's in the shower. The sex I'm going scene to take is not a shower. Really that word, that I mean, she might as well just said, "I'm about to go show my tits." Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you're here for. Yeah, that's why you she want got it cast. clean, don't you? <laughs> I would say um, maybe check out some of Paul Schrader's other work instead. Like, oh, yeah. that's All that's a much better. Point. Yeah, like I mentioned, American Gigolo. Um, hey, he wrote Taxi Driver. Yeah, go yeah. watch Taxi Driver. If you, Taxi Driver, if you want, a- Bull, Affliction. Yeah, if mm. you want a light good- of day, Michael J. Fox, Joan Jett, don't sleep. <laughs> if you want a good depiction of a sleazy underworld, maybe Taxi Driver or Hardcore or something else. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or you should, or you could watch Mishima Life in Four Chapters because <laughs> fuck it, why not? Okay. Uh, also, yeah, I mean, if you want to see a good performance of just a, a soulless sociopath, watch American Psycho. And and then just do your impression. Yeah, yeah, cool. and then and then do your impression, or you know, just say the sentence and then climb up instantly. Success win. Yeah. Success yeah. win. I'm not. I'm. I'm being dismissive. I don't know if you noticed that, but yeah, I just say my words and then. Finish. By the way, women lie about rape. <laughs> I did have to rate it two stars because I I don't rate anything with nudity below two stars. Yeah, I mean you want to. <laughs> I think Deadpool was the only thing back. I rated one star that had nudity in it. Hmm. Uh, but that just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't even remember that. Nah, what Deadpool? Matter. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, all right. Well, just as well. The other thing I gave it, I was like, this deserves its second star for the the fact they put dumb dumb girls. I'm going down the end credits. This is the that was my favorite part of the movie. Oh yeah, I like that song. Yeah, my favorite part. My favorite part was that it ended. The song is so long. The credits were like done, and they're like, we have to fade the song out now because <laughs> the song's like five six minutes long. They, they can't just hit stop like the end credits. They faded of, it uh, out. Event Horizon. We're just like, uh, you know, there's there's four minutes of uh, of uh, diesel power left. Like, no, 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 no we don't need that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> when the next song started, yeah. like, no, we don't need that yeah, part. It's all right. Is there anything else about the canyons? Uh, if there's, I, I think, well, my takeaway from it is that... Not for me, baby. Yeah. There's a lot of lines <laughs> that make me think, why isn't this a porno? Yeah. Or why didn't a porn director I'm make sure... it? He might have gotten a better performance out of yeah. James Dean. I'm sure, yeah, a, a better director. I'm sure James Dean is a good um, pornography actor. But as I a legit one... I kind of hope his dick falls off. Right. It's hard to watch his scenes now. I, I sent Jen a screenshot. I'll find it after this. Uh, he was uh, fucking someone, and like I guess he was fucking really good because he was making like the yeah the pain pleasure face. He didn't have. And to, I took a like a shot of it and I sent it to Jen and I said she's looking at him like, how do you still have a career? <laughs> That's the pain and pleasure. It's like I'm glad I'm working, but I don't know. With you. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, say we want like uh, if you compare James Dean to Brett Easton Ellis, at least James Dean has talent. Mm-hmm. In his it's, tongue, it. I he's not a good actor. Nah. He's a good pornographer, but not a good actor. Yeah. Like uh, he he just brought one note to that character, which, I mean, you know, I guess in his defense, only had one note to begin with. It's it's a one note script. Yeah. yeah. And it's a one note story. Agreed. And it's like oh, it's drugged out. Film people in L.A., you say. I, I'm sure, like, the intrigue was a lot more interesting to the people on set because they're like, hey, look at these horrible people being mm-hmm. awful. If someone's going to commit a crime, can you guess who? Yeah. I can. Yeah, it actually, um, I don't know. I feel like if you, again, if you've lived in L.A. or worked in the industry, you'll, like, recognize it's very a lot recognizable. of it. It's very, it's, it's truthful. But is it's, it interesting? No, it isn't. No. Okay, well. It's like, and not to mention, it could like, have been. not to mention having lived in LA as long as I have and having worked in the industry, I was like, why do I want to watch a fucking movie about these people? Yeah, and yeah, and this doesn't have anything to do with that, but just the location seems so cheap. It's like we shot this without permits. They, we drove. We're going to Melrose. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did. They did have to do that in the um, the mall scene, I think, or they tried to. Yeah, they tried, and again, that's in that New York Times article. And I'm they, sure they tried they, it. They it ended up having like to go to like City. for like Sunday or a day when the other streets around it were closed. Yeah. And just like let's let's set up now. 
Yeah, and I like a bullfinger shoot. Anyway. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan's gonna be at this restaurant at this time. I did. shoot over this woman's shoulder. I did have uh, yeah. Wow, that's a whole other insight. Yeah, like I thought I thought of Mulholland Drive and Bowfinger, yeah. like thinking about this movie. <laughs> so drivers, <laughs> gotcha suckers. Ugh, the canyons. Fuck it. Watch it once. It, yeah. Well, yeah, watch, or, watch American Gigolo. Fuck this movie. Yeah, and, <laughs> and go on Bing and look up Lindsay Lohan boobs. Yeah, you can watch. Uh, you can do what I did. I didn't watch this movie until before this minutes. podcast, but I did watch the nudity when it first came out, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, it's breasts." Hey, but then you got to see him. You're better off watching Great. like Lily LeBeau and, and James to be Dean on, in their actual element. And yeah. to be honest, there are like there are a ton of movies that star rapists that are much better. So. <laughs> yeah. That's the... You or take so, nothing else away from that. Starred or directed by. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. There's better rape cinema out there for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, don't just settle for any rapist. Mm-hmm. Like, be a connoisseur. I would a like to plug uh, Danny Wilde. Danny Wilde was the guy that was in the first scene. Okay. That like jacked off while they were. Oh yeah, the guy who came over to their house. Yeah, he's he's a he's a very good performer, hmm. in his milieu. Uh, he's good. retired now from the porn industry. He has uh, I think he's doing. He tried to do. <laughs> he tried. To, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that why you retire? Can't, can't fuck now. Wow. <laughs> he has a really good scene. Wow. Tim, that's very stigmatizing. Wow. What? <laughs> he may rent he he's in a rock band, I think, with another retired porn performer. Yeah, okay. Maybe. And I think he tried to do acting, but I think that That's it. the canyon that was, was him it. trying to do acting, so I don't know if he's gonna do it before. Well, maybe I, the point imagine, where... imagine if you're trying to launch a career as an actor and you end up in the canyon. Should have stuck with the porn. That's the other thing. You know, that maybe house... it was instructive because just like yeah, this isn't for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to fucking this. Porn is yeah. porn is much less depressing. It's than this. yeah. <laughs> His scene it's, with, it's a more um, true with Sasha form. Gray is is a, is a sight to behold. Well, there you they go. do like a consensual like. Um, Rape, not rape. It's like there's r- no such thing, Tim. It's rough. It's, <laughs> it's rough called sex. non-con. Yeah, fine. It's rough sex, and they like at the beginning they talk about <coughs> they like to be slapped and where I like to be slapped and choked yeah. and all of it, and then they do it. And then at one point he like she tells him at the beginning, "Don't slap my boobs," and he slaps her boobs at one point. Oh. And she's like mad at him, but they're like having fun, so they kind of like roll with it. And she's like, "I'm gonna get you for that." <laughs> I'm like, "Now this is a good." Now this is a director. Yeah, there's actually some. Uh, well, yeah, that's some more. Like, there's some interplay between. And they were performers. And kind of like this, yeah. they were slowly snipping at each other. Yeah. Not snipping, but. Right. Well, that seems kind of like, um, like, like they're they're yeah the the actor brings something to the performance. No, yeah, and exactly. you had. And there's kind of an organic outgrowth of their initial. Yeah. Yes, because you nailed it exactly. Because it sounds like there was um, a genuine moment or rapport within that scene yes mm-hmm. i i doubt that there was much chemistry between uh the two main actors in this film well i mean i'm sure i'm sure dean tried and i'm sure lohan did not yeah yeah and and i think that's well, really my, what it's funny my you would think that she would be the one that feels like she's slumming but really it's it when i watched it it seemed like he thought he was slumming but this like is, why am i working with Lindsay lohan <laughs> when i've worked with sasha gray this yeah. is the thing because she um, she actually does seem to take her quote unquote crap seriously up to a point. It's like she um, she's just unable to get it together 
professionally enough to make it stick. I and feel consistently. That, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you know, my impression from reading the New York Times article is that she seems to actually enjoy acting. Well, she likes the rush of it. When she's there. And the attention. Um, Speaking of someone who's never met her. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe that's a little facile, but maybe it's completely true. I have no idea. Right. Um, I believe she has acting talent. I think she does, too. I, I just, don't know if it's, you can see it in this movie very well. No, this this isn't really um, a shining example. What's that movie where she had to pretend to be pregnant? Labor Pains? Yeah. She showed it off in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone go watch Labor Pains instead of the kids. No, you should really watch the Danny Wilde, Sasha Gray rough sex scene. Okay, so our was... recommendations are Danny Wilde, rough sex scene. Um, what? Uh, American Gigolo. American, American Gigolo, Gigolo, definitely. And... Uh, and labor pain. Labor pain. Now, pains. is there an order that you should watch that in? <laughs> <laughs> well, the pretend pregnancy can go at the beginning or the end. Right, so that's right, up yeah. to you. There you go. You could watch Herbie Fully Loaded. I liked Herbie Fully Loaded. Mm. Is there a, a porn parody of Herbie getting fully loaded? I'm going to look for it tonight. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I don't watch think so, that. but <laughs> I'll have to get back to you. Anyway, that's enough. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs>